Another pleasant surprise from Chenier, September 14, 2022. On Monday evening, Chenier provided their third revised EBITDA guidance of the year. It's good that they're not based in the EU, where they would be the target of the planned windfall profits tax. Chenier has raised guidance by $1.2 billion after first quarter earnings, $1.6 billion after second quarter earnings, and now another $1.2 billion, pointing to a range of $11 to $11.5 billion. Chenier now plans to direct around 40% of distributable cash flow, or DCF, to shareholder returns, including a 20% dividend hike and an expected 10% growth rate in the future. European LNG demand has helped push margins higher. 2022 is turning out to be an exceptional year, and the company is guiding for EBITDA in subsequent years around $7 billion, although some analysts believe that is conservative. Their long-term take-or-pay contracts provide almost 20 years of cash flow visibility. The news from Chenier provided a pleasant distraction from the inflation numbers for energy investors. The core CPI number, ex-food and energy, was sharply higher than expected at 0.6%, well above July's 0.3% figure. Inflation expectations have remained surprisingly constrained over the past couple of years, Ten-year inflation expectations, as derived from the Treasury market, are 2.4%. However, the Fed will worry that stubbornly high inflation will become embedded in consumer expectations. In our opinion, savers should plan on a higher inflation rate when assessing their retirement outlook. The resilience of midstream energy infrastructure compared with the S&P 500 reflected the explicit inflation linkage many pipelines offer to inflation, usually via the producer price index. We think it's an excellent component of any equity portfolio. The U.S. exports around 11 billion cubic feet per day, BCF per day, of liquefied natural gas, or LNG. This will rise modestly over the next couple of years to around 13 BCF a day, but may increase sharply beyond that, depending on which projects can sign enough long-term contracts to reach a final investment decision. There are few pure play LNG export opportunities available beyond Chenier. Next Decade and Tellurian are both early stage companies with plans to build facilities over the next few years. Of the two, we prefer Next Decade for its superior governance, but both companies will likely draw increased interest as investors consider other companies that may emulate Chenier's success. The collapse in Russia's exports of natural gas or methane to Western Europe highlight the expense involved in transportation. Methane moves by pipeline or LNG tanker. Russia invested billions of rubles in the infrastructure to support Nord Stream 1 and 2. These pipelines have no alternative use. Although China is an obvious alternate buyer, more billions of rubles will be required to build the necessary infrastructure. Moreover, as noted in an FT article, China will be a difficult customer. No country wants to be overly reliant on a neighbor for energy. Fixed infrastructure that straddles national borders, such as pipelines, will increasingly require the near certainty of stable relations. The post-Ukraine world is one where energy suppliers can be leveraged for political gain. Energy security makes imported seaborne natural gas in the form of LNG a more flexible alternative, even if it costs more. Consequently, global demand for LNG is likely to benefit from this type of geopolitical analysis. The U.S. is well positioned to benefit. 
The U.S. Energy Information Administration, or EIA, recently announced that 24% of U.S. electricity generation came from renewables during the first half of the year. It's hard to share their enthusiasm for this milestone since it comes with unreliability and higher prices, see California and Germany. The EIA noted that both hydro and wind, which are the majority of renewables, provide more output in the first half of the year than the second. In the case of hydro, it's because of melting snowpack. Wind evidently has its own seasonality as well. Over the past 12 months, renewables are 16%, up 2% year on year. Although it's politically correct to celebrate increased use of renewables, the dominant story about U.S. power generation for at least the past decade has been the switch away from coal. Since 2012, natural gas has gone from 28% to 38% of our electricity. Over the same period, coal has dropped from 39% to 21%. Hydro and nuclear have each dropped slightly by 1%, and renewables have increased by 10%. It's also interesting to see that electricity demand has barely grown over the past decade, reflecting improving energy efficiency across our economy. The EIA has noted in the past that most of America's drop in greenhouse gas emissions is the result of coal to gas switching. Natural gas remains the most interesting story in the energy markets.